0: Welcome to The $100 MBA Show, and today is a Q&A Weekends episode where we answer your question right here on the show. If you have a question you want to ask, just email us over at support at businessrepublic.net. As always, I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar home. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. In today's Q&A Weekends episode, Molly asks, do you ever refuse service to customers? When and Why? Good question, Molly. And this is a tough one because we all need to address this at some point in our business. We are not for everybody. You know, whatever business you're in, you're not for everybody. That's what makes you special. That's what makes you unique. That's why you resonate strongly with those that actually are your customers. And at times you'll have customers that you'll come across that you'll have to say no to. Say, no, I cannot serve you. And this will be based on your core values, your business's core values. We'll talk about that and how that's going to guide your decision to refuse somebody service. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by We Are Podcast, the largest podcasting conference in the Southern Hemisphere. And this year, it's going to be in beautiful Brisbane, Australia. Learn from the best of podcasting on how to grow, monetize, how to improve, and take your podcast to the next level. Join me, Nicole, Adam Franklin, Natalie Sisson, and more. Get your discounted ticket $100 off over at wearepodcast.com slash 100mba. Again, that's wearepodcast.com slash 100mba. At times in your business, you're going to have to tell a customer you cannot serve them or you can no longer serve them because they're just not a good fit. This is not something personal. But it's something you're going to have to do at some point or another. Now, this is not something that is quite frequent. We refuse service to customers maybe two, three, four times a year. And we do it when our customers are going against our core values as a business. It's really important for you to sit down with the core team of your business, whether it's the founders or the management team, and decide and to sit down and discuss what are the core values. And this doesn't have to be some long list. It could be four or five core values that you will uphold no matter what. These are things that your business will believe in and stick to. Let me give you an example. For example, one of our core values in our business is our products have to help people and help society. And the use of the products have to do the same. I know that sounds very grandiose, but it just basically means that it has to be helpful. It has to be adding positivity to the world. So if I were to start any business, I probably would carry on that core value. So when do I use this core value? Well, when I get a customer that goes against that core value. For example, I had customers that approached us who want to use Webinar Ninja to run webinars, except they want to use it in the adult film industry. They say, hey, do you allow people in the adult industry to run a webinar using your software? Now, this goes against our core value because we just don't believe that industry adds positivity to the world. If you read anything about that industry, you know that the way they treat women, the way they treat other people is just absolutely deplorable. And we don't want to be associated with that. We don't want our tools, the things that we worked very hard to build to be used for that cause. So we directly say, no, we do not allow this. It's actually in our terms and conditions on our site. And if somebody's actually caught using Webinar Ninja in that way, their account is terminated automatically and immediately, and there is no compensation. We're very hard and fast about that. By knowing your core values, you know, when you need to refuse a customer service. And again, this is not something so frequent. But by knowing what you stand for, you really resonate strongly with the rest of your customers. Your customers start to appreciate the fact that you keep your community and your brand and your product aligned with a set of core values that your customers actually share with you. What's another example we refuse service for? Well, another core value we have is that we believe that every team member on our team in our business Is valuable. They add a valuable contribution to the success of the business. We're all in it together. When one individual does well, it helps the whole team. And when one individual is weak, we need to do our best to improve their weakness and try to shore them up and make sure that they're okay so we can all succeed. Now having said that, as the founders of the company, Nicole and I really value our team members. In a lot of ways, they're dearer to me than my actual close friends because these people help me build my dream. They help me build what I want to build. They're part of my livelihood. They're part of what I work all day long building, right? So why would a customer ever, you know, not share that core value? Well, at times I will go into customer service and review all the customer service tickets or recent customer service tickets or emails, right? And if I find a customer that is being particularly rude, particularly nasty, and belligerent with one of my teammates, with the customer service staff, I will jump in and reply to that email and ask them, please, can you keep it professional? Can you refrain from using foul language? We are trying to help you and we've solved the problem or I'll just review and say, this is what happened. And -and so-and-so, our customer service staff is really trying to help you. We understand you may be frustrated with something or you want to solve something or you're in a rush or you're in a certain situation, but as the owner of this company, as the founder I need to ask you to be professional, to be civilized, really. And I'm talking about really belligerent people, people that use really nasty language that are really angry and really just being abusive, really. It's okay for people to be frustrated and you know and to vent a little bit. We're okay with that. But sometimes people go over the top. They think just because it's an email or it's customer service that they can just Act like an absolute animal, really. That's that's the only way I can put it. They're just absolutely um, borderline, really, just uncivilized, right? So I have to jump in sometimes. So Cole has to jump in sometimes and say, "Hey, please, I would like you to, you know, please correct this behavior. This is not how we roll here. This is not how we do business." And if they reply and say, hey, really, I'm sorry, I was frustrated, it's okay. We let it slide and we say, that's fine. We just want to make sure you understand that this is how we expect to uh, work with each other. But if they reply and say, no, I will continue to curse, I will continue to be nasty, that's a cue for me to say, this is not a good match, and this is going against our core values. And at that time, I will say, I'm really sorry, but we're not going to be able to serve you. You know, I have to get the back of our team. They need to know that they are protected, that they are uh, not going to be walked all over and abused. That's not their job. I wouldn't let somebody talk to me that way. And I don't want anybody else to talk to my teammates that way either. And you might be saying, wow, you're refusing business. Yeah, but it's not that often. You know, if you have thousands of customers and you say no to one customer because they're being belligerent to one of your staff members, that's worth it. Your staff members worth so much more than that. They help you run your business. They help you have customers, right? And it's completely polite. It's completely saying, hey, you know what? We're really sorry. We're not able to continue to do service with you. You know, we usually say, hey, in the next two weeks, you know, we'll be closing out your account. We give some sort of grace period, but we make it clear that we will not continue to do business with them. Molly, I hope these examples help answer your question. There are times where we have to refuse service, and those times are when our core values are being compromised. I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Earth Class Mail. Earth Class Mail moves your snail mail, your physical mail, to the cloud, giving you instant access 24-7, and it integrates with tools and services you use every day. I mean, it's crazy how we moved everything we do for business over to the digital world, but we still need to pick up, sort, and manage physical mail. With Earth Class Mail, you can get all your mail scanned and accessible 24-7. You can search your mail. You can send invoices over your accounting software. You can sync important documents into the cloud storage even deposit checks. It really just makes running your business a whole lot easier. I love the concept of Mail because it's so overdue. And not only that, you get a real professional address to share publicly with your customers, business partners, and investors. And if you work from home, if you're running your business out of your own home, you don't have to worry about people showing up to your door. You have an independent business address. Now, I've checked out Earth Class Mail, and again, I think it's a brilliant solution. It's perfect for businesses and independent entrepreneurs of all types. Visit earthclassmail.com and get your first month for free when you sign up with promo code MBA. Again, that's earthclassmail.com. Use offer code MBA. Get a full month for free. To wrap up today's lesson and today's question from Molly, the best way to know when to refuse service to a customer is to have a set of core values and to stick to them. Again, there don't have to be many. They could be three, four, and you got to make sure that everybody in your team understands those. It's not very often you're going to have to refuse service, but when you do, you got to do it. Remember, this is what your business is all about. This is really the backbone, the conscious of your business, the moral compass of your business. And when you stick to it, and you actually follow that compass, and sometimes it's hard because you get our few service, we are in business, we want to make money. But it feels good because you know that you're standing on your ground, and you're building something that has meaning. And it's more than just the products and the service that you offer. All right, that wraps up today's Q&A Weekends episode. If you have a question, email us at support at businessrepublic.net. We'd love to answer your question. And just a quick reminder, hit the subscribe button. If you're on iTunes, if you're on Stitcher, if you're on Overcast, on whatever app you're using to listen to this podcast, hit subscribe. and You'll get all the episodes automatically right on your device. Every morning, you'll get a fresh new episode. All right, before I go, I want to leave you with this. If you're just getting started, if you really haven't even made any money yet, setting up your core values is just as important. It's good to know what you're all about from the start. It may not seem as important right now because you're like, well, I don't even have any customers to refuse service to them, right? But no, it's okay. Having core values is a good part of the business. Establish them. You can revisit them later on as you grow. And having them at the start will really help you direct your growth. I wish I did this at the start. We actually um, did our core values or we discussed our core values a little bit later than we should have. All right. I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. Thanks for listening. I'll see you then. Take care.